As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show, Built to Last. This is your host, Megan Huber, and I'm really looking forward to diving into this conversation today. What is their secret to scaling? Uh, In fact, I was just having a conversation with a client. Uh, We were having a one-on-one conversation, and she said to me, these coaches and experts in the online industry, what are they doing? How are they setting up their organizations so that they're scaling into multiple millions and then on to eight figures. And it just so happens that for about four years, I was an intrapreneur for a large size coaching and training company where I got to see exactly what goes into scaling a company. And then of course, because I worked there, I was part, you know, partway responsible for that happening in the department that I was the leader of. So I want to go into a few examples today of what a company structure looks like once it gets to the point of being able to scale and then how they're actually keeping their customers. Because here's the truth. There's been such an emphasis for the last you know, couple of decades in the coaching and online expert industries on client acquisition, lead generation marketing, sales, and the millions of different ways that coaches and experts are teaching how to generate more leads to fill our programs. You know, every time we turn on our computer or uh, open up social media, we see another ad, we see another post, and it is largely about how do I make more money but from the marketing and sales side, there is an endless number of strategies being marketed. There's an endless number of tactics that you're being told to use on a daily basis. And the truth is all of them work, right? This is not a conversation about what strategies and tactics for marketing and sales actually work. But this is what I want you to really get today. If our emphasis is too heavy on the marketing and sales, what happens is we are losing our customers as quickly as we acquired them. And it is so much more expensive to acquire a new client than it is to keep an existing client. And so then the question becomes, well, how do I keep my clients longer? One of the most important metrics for your company, my company, every company is the lifetime value of a client. And so every single season in your business, every single day, I mean, honestly, every single day, you should be thinking, you should be thinking, how do I extend the lifetime value of my client? If we're not sitting down and thinking and asking ourselves these types of questions, then we are going to have a business that is a revolving door. Our clients come in, they get what they need or they don't. And then they leave and they go buy from someone else. And let's be honest, all of our clients 
are buying from multiple service providers. They're buying different courses. They are working with other coaches and experts one-on-one. They're joining other programs uh, for lots of different reasons. So there's no shortage of clients wanting to continue the journey. There's no shortage of clients having the available funds or finding the funds to continue to invest in your ecosystem. And that's a word that I want you to really embrace, ecosystem. You know, sometimes we all design programs that clients are only meant to go through one time. They get the result. There's no reason for them to go through the program again. And it's just that's it's by design. But if you don't have anywhere else for your client to be successful in your ecosystem, meaning you're not offering other services, programs, or products for them to invest in to get another result to solve another problem, they're going to go seek out a problem solver and a service provider somewhere else, and they will take their dollars elsewhere. So when you think about acquiring your clients, when you think about designing your products and your programs and your offers... Think about designing an entire ecosystem. Now, you're not doing all of this at one time. You're not creating five or six different offers all at once and then putting them all out there. But when we think about bringing a client in, we're spending an exorbitant amount of resources, time and money, energy and effort to bring those people on board. And if they're only sticking around for your 90-day program and then they're leaving, you may not even be breaking even on that expenditure to bring that client in. So really think about your ecosystem long-term. Really think about how can you extend the lifetime value of a client, whether that client is renewing in the same program once they finish it, or they're enrolling in a different offer to solve another new problem that they now have. Can you be the resource for that? So I'm going to share a couple of examples. I was thinking about some business models and businesses that I've been a part of helping scale over the years. And there's two in particular that I want to, I want to share the example. I'm not going to name names, but one of them is at the company that I worked for. I was an intramanure. I had a director level leadership position, which meant that I was the head of a department and I had my own team that worked underneath me. I would hire team, fire team. I was, I trained them. I did their 360 team member reviews and monitored and managed their work and their progress and their performance on a daily basis. I ran my own team meetings with my own team every single week and got to see, you know, really every element of the behind the scenes of a five, six million dollar a year coaching and training company. And my position was in the category of client success and client experience. My title was director. And ultimately, it was like being a client success manager or client success director. And your client success director really should be integrated in some way, shape, or form into your marketing and your sales departments. It doesn't mean that they're running those departments, but it does mean that they have a really great relationship with your marketing team. They are in on conversations with the marketing team. They have a really great relationship with the sales team. They are in daily communication with who your sales team is speaking to about potentially joining the program. Because when it comes to client success and experience and long-term retention and extending the lifetime value of your client, it's incredibly important that you're bringing the right people into your ecosystem right out of the gate. What does that mean? That means that 
You want to ensure that the people your sales team are bringing on board to join a program, that client has the potential to be successful in your entire ecosystem for years to come. And this will be another episode. I can do another episode on this, but one of the biggest problems that I have seen being perpetuated in the coaching industry since I joined this industry 11 years ago now, it's that a a very large, significantly sized percentage of people who are being admitted into coaching programs do not actually have the ability or the capability to be successful in that program, meaning they don't have the ability or the capability to get the results that the program is promising. If that's the case, then they more than likely they don't have the ability and capability to be successful in other things that you have to offer. So if you have an ascension model, they're not going to ascend. And if they don't get the results in the first program they join, most clients who don't get the results, they're not going to renew. You know, getting a result is not the only reason why clients renew. A lot of people get the result you're promising in your program and they don't renew again, or they don't enroll in another offer. But a client is absolutely not going to re-enroll to work with you if they didn't get the result that you promised them, or they didn't get the result they wanted when they entered into your program. So that's one of the biggest problems that we see. And because of that, your marketing and your sales team need to be in direct connection and communication with whomever or whoever is your leadership team, or you know, if it's only one person at this point. Who is overseeing client success? Who is that person on your team? They need to all be connected because your client success manager is directly correlated to your client retention numbers. They are directly correlated to extending the lifetime value of a client. They are directly correlated to your clients staying in your ecosystem and joining other offers that you have for years to come. That is that person's role. You know, your sales team and your marketing team, they're just on the end of acquiring the client. And once the client is in and they purchase, your sales and your marketing marketing team literally has nothing to do with them anymore. They're on to find the next person to bring on. So who's taking care of your clients the moment that they sign on the dotted line and they invest in your program? The minute that that happens, you now have to hand those people over to another person on your team who's responsible for client success. Do you have that person? What is that process? But from that point on, your client journey is really starting and it's no longer the responsibility of your marketing and sales team. So I want to dive into, and I shared that because when I was the director of client success for a company, I was on, I was in every marketing team meeting. I was, I was, partially working. I mean, I was, I wouldn't say I was training our sales team, but I was in on all of those meetings. I was having conversations with them about who they were talking to and whether or not the people they were talking to were actually a good fit for the program. And then I was the one who was helping create what were our next level offers. And then I was running all of those programs. So here's what we did at that particular company. You know, we started out, I was, I began in 2013 and we developed a brand new, highly scalable program that was a business coaching plus a coaching certification program. And it was sort of like both of those underneath one, one roof. 
The program was a 12-month-long program. It was a group program. And our initial goal, the first year that we launched, which was at the end of 2013, uh, was 200 members. And we hit that goal. I believe we actually hit 212. And so every year, once a year, we would launch that program. Now, if you've got a, even if you've got a group program that has hundreds of members in it and you're launching it once a year, you've capped your income, right? Like that, that one program alone is only going to take you so far financially. So here's exactly what we would do. We would launch that program once a year and we would generate anywhere between 200 up to 300 clients in that program. And within, I would say, no later than six weeks after our new members joined the program, so by the beginning of month two in their program, we would put another offer in front of them. And this offer was also a 12-month-long offer, and it was an advanced, basically like an advanced fast track to the business coaching program that they had just joined. And I don't remember... All the numbers, I don't remember what we were charging at the time, but you know, depending on, we had a pretty long launch cycle. We would be launching and filling the program for quite a few months in a row. And one of the bonuses was if you joined early, you paid a little bit less money. And so we would bump the price up every month. So I believe, we'll just say average, that program was about $10,000. Some people are paying more and some people are probably paying a little bit less, just depending on what month they joined. So 200 people at $10,000 is $2 million. When we were generating 300 clients at $10,000 a piece, that's $3 million. We would then turn around and offer this advanced track program. I believe that was a $10,000 program. So people who just came into the entry level 12-month program at 10K, about 80 to 90 of them would bump up and do the additional 10K program. They would have their own set of calls in addition to the the main level program, and they would have their own day at our in-person live events. So that's a little less than 100 more people at 10K. So you're looking at another $750,000, $800,000 six weeks later, right? So just add another million. Then we would also, at the same time, we would have an even higher level program that we would invite people into. And I believe that was priced at $25,000 to $30,000. And we would have about 15 people join that. So 15 people at $30,000, that is around, let's just say $500,000. So what we were doing is we had our entry-level program with two to 300 people in it. It was a year-long program priced around $10,000, two to 300 people. Within six weeks, so six weeks later, we would then invite people into a fast track level for another 10K. And at the very same time, we would offer an even higher tiered program that was really based on um, perfecting your coaching skills. And that was priced at 25 to 30K. So after a two to $3 million launch, we were adding on another, let's just say like 1.5 to 1.75 million. So, and that was all happening within a couple of months of each other. And, you know, what happened with that is we basically created an ascension model based on who was joining that first entry level group coaching program. But we didn't wait until those people were done with the program. We didn't wait a whole year later to create another offer for them to ascend to. 
We literally turned around and did it immediately. And then because of that, what it did is it gave the people in the the entry-level group program something to aspire to. And they could, ultimately, they could jump up into that higher-level program whenever they wanted to. They didn't have to wait an entire year. But we basically gave people a three-year track. So some people would take the entry-level group coaching program more than one time. Other people would take that entry-level group program and then bump up to the next level program and then bump up to the higher level program. And then I believe we even had a fourth level program that was priced around $100,000 that was even a more intimate um, intimate retreats plus private coaching. So we had four levels and 95% of the people who were joining the higher level programs, they were not people from outside of that original baseline entry-level group program. It was all internal. All of it was internal. So we weren't going out and spending client acquisition dollars or time to fill the three higher level offers. That was coming from the two to 300 people who were in the group program. Now you want to talk about extending the lifetime value of a client and increasing your profits and increasing your revenues from your existing client base. That's the way you want to be thinking as a business owner. How can I increase the lifetime value of my client? How can I increase my profits? How can I increase my revenue from my existing client base? And, you know, this isn't just about producing new offers, right? Like I'm just kind of laying out what this looks like. You've got to think about what's even going to compel my existing client base to want to join the other offers that I have available for them. And this is where your client success manager position plays the most significant role. That That's the biggest metric that you are looking at with this position. It is ultimately their job to create a structure and a process and systems to support the clients, to help them transform to have the conversations, to invite them into other offers that you have available in your offer ecosystem. So that's one model. Now, another model is a previous client of mine who's also done some work on our team for us. And I was just chatting with her last week. And then she was, we were um, voxering each other and she was sharing with me just kind of some of the, uh, not really changes that she was making in her business model, but where she was increasing her price points because her programs are in such high demand that it's really demanding that she increase her price points because she can't take on more clients the way that she has her business structured. And we started working together, I believe at the very beginning of 2019. Yeah, I think it was the beginning of 2019. And she had been working with clients predominantly in a one-on-one capacity for about 10 years. And she was really ready to go to a different model in her business. She just didn't know how to to transition into that model. And she knew she wanted to transition into a model that was uh, gave her the ability to leverage her expertise and her time. And so we developed what was going to work really well for her. And at first, we developed a, I believe it was a six or seven week program. And it was taught live, still is to this day. And you can call that a group coaching program, or you could call that a course. And she always brings on, I believe her, the number of clients she takes on every time she runs that program is 20. 
And so that we just started out with that, you know, at first we knew I'm going to take my body of work and my proprietary system. I'm going to turn it into a group program that I teach live. I'm going to take the steps that I've been doing with myself and my clients for the last 10 years. And I'm just going to give myself and my audience the capability and the ability to serve more people at one time. And so all we knew was that, that initial level. And then about halfway through her program, I think maybe she had three weeks left of the program. Her clients started asking her, what do you have next for us? We can't imagine not having this body of work and access to you once we're done. We can't imagine not being in this group and this community together once this program is over. Remember, it was only like six or seven weeks long. And so I remember she came to one of our group coaching sessions and she was sharing this information. And so we talked about, well, what did they want next? What are they asking for? What do what are they telling you they want? How can you go deeper with your body of work? And so she turned around and she created a, a level two. And it was the same amount of time. I believe it was seven weeks. And so now she has a level one and a level two. I think they may even cost the same amount of money. They both cost like a little under $1,000. The second one may cost a little bit more. And she has about a 100%. In fact, I believe she may have a 100% client renewal rate in terms of clients going from level one to level two. So she runs that live three times a year. So there's three times a year when you can join level one. You have to go through level one to get to level two. And 100% of her clients go from level one to level two. And I believe she's got 20 people who join each time. So you're looking at 40 basically like 40 sales between level one and two every single time it's run. So 40 times three is 120. So you've got 120 sales and let's say each level is $1,000. That's about 120K just from that program alone, those two levels right there. And the second level was just created when her client started saying to her, what's next? What are you gonna do for us next? Hey, we wanna keep going. We're telling you we wanna keep going. So what is this? the same thing happened again. And so when we were working together all those years ago, we were not creating her whole entire offer suite at one time. We didn't know what that was going to look like. We waited until the clients were demanding, we want to continue the journey. What do you have for us next? And so she really let herself, she really let that be revealed to her. And then she would create the next thing instead of putting some sort of pressure on herself that she needed to manufacture something before we even knew what the clients wanted. And so when those clients who were in level one enrolled in level two, and then they were getting to the end of level two, the same thing happened all over again. She was doing such a phenomenal job of leading and teaching and facilitating her body of work with her clients and building such a strong community. They didn't want to leave. They wanted to continue the process, but they didn't want to re-enroll in the same program all over again. They wanted to take it deeper. They wanted to take it to the next level. They wanted to have more access potentially to her. They wanted something that was going to last a little bit longer this time. So when the same thing happened again, I remember we were on a group coaching call and she said, all right, they're in level two. We are almost at the end. They're all wanting to continue the journey. What do I create now? And so what she came up with was at the time, it was a six-month mastermind program. And I don't remember what she was charging back then in 2019, but now I believe it's a little bit more. And so she moved 
the majority of those clients into the mastermind program. And so again, you've got to go into level one and then you progress into level two and then you progress into our mastermind. And because some clients also wanted one-on-one coaching, she also added on -on one-on-one coaching. And so if we just look at the numbers of that, um, it ends up, I'm not going to go into all the details, but it totals up to be about $600,000 to $700,000 a year. And that's the kind of ecosystem that I'm talking about, where you have got multiple offers that your clients can ascend into. All of the offers are scalable. And you get to be the one to determine how many people you want in your programs. You know, do you want to have an enrollment cap? And this particular client and now colleague and friend does. She only takes on a certain number of people in her one-on-one. She only takes on a certain number of clients in her mastermind. I believe she caps that at 20. And she only takes a certain number of clients in level one and level two. And I I actually believe that's 20. And so she's at a point now where she's being forced to raise her prices because she keeps her group sizes at a certain size because of the kind of work she does with her clients and her clients see really incredible transformation, probably because she doesn't open her programs up to hundreds of people to enter in. Now, can you do that? Of course you can. Can clients still get transformation if you are allowing 50 people into your program or a hundred people into your program. Yes, they can. It just depends on what your promise is. It depends on how you're structuring your programs. It depends on the type of results your clients are looking for. And dependent on that, you know, I would say once you have, once you hit about 25 clients in a program, you need to hire a client success manager and a client success manager is not just an associate coach. A client success manager is so much more than that. That could be a role that they play but they're they're responsible for the client journey and the client experience and they're responsible for your clients reaching success they're responsible for adding to the bottom line and the revenue and the profit of your company because their biggest metric is creating systems and processes and relationships so that clients are renewing so that clients are re-enrolling so that clients are ascending into your next level offer so that clients are sending really incredible referrals so that clients become so loyal that they are an advocate of your brand and your offers. That is what that position is doing because you don't have time to do that. You're running a company. You don't have time to be that involved with your clients and with that aspect of growing the company. Now you have a say-so, of course, you're having team meetings, you're training and mentoring that person in that position, but you can't be the one doing it. And I think oftentimes clients are not staying longer because you as the founder and leader of the company, you're trying to do all of it and you don't have someone in this position or you have associate coaches, but they're not being trained or mentored or coached by you to, you know, really be, you know, running their position so that it is designed to increase client retention and lifetime value of a client. If you're not leading your team to be looking for that and you're not incentivizing them to do that, they're not going to do it. They're just going to show up and coach the clients and that's that. Like, that's it. They're not going to do any more than that. And even if they're a great associate coach, that does not equal client retention. It doesn't equal, it doesn't even equal client success. It doesn't equal increasing your profit or your revenue with clients who are going to re-enroll. So it's a really important position to have. 
Um, if you are going to scale and, you know, one of the big secrets to scaling is that these business owners who are generating seven and multiple seven and eight figures, they either have a team member or an entire team that's in the category of client experience and client success. Now in the coaching and expert industry, you know, I believe this is a really new position. I think what we have typically seen in our industry is associate coaches. And associate coaches have been getting a really, really bad rap because a lot of folks are saying, like, I was in this program with this, you know, multiple seven or eight figure company owner who's like so well known for XYZ, but I didn't even get her or him. I just got their junior coaches who don't know what they're doing. Now, that's just a sign of poor training and poor coaching and poor mentorship and and no process or system in place on the part of the company owner. Like that's just straight up what that is. Plus, the company owner is just looking at that position as an associate coach. And again, associate coaches is part of your client success management system, but it's just one small aspect of it. If you go study the tech industry and software companies, the majority of them have an entire organization within their organization by the name of client success. And that has not really made its way into the online learning space. It really has not infiltrated the coaching and the expert industry space. And this is really where I think our, our industry is going to have the next really level of growth and maturity. It is incorporating client success management as an entire department behind the scenes of these companies, or else they are going to get to a place where they can no longer grow, or they're going to go backwards, or they're going to crumble um, because other people are really going to get it and they're going to incorporate it into their organizations. So if you have more than 25 clients, you really want to start thinking, to, and I mean, in a group program, you really want to start thinking about bringing someone on board part-time at first to be your client success manager. If you are someone who's already at seven figures, you should have hired this person already. Um, part of what I do in my business is offer um, advisory to seven and multiple seven and eight figure company owners who have scaled programs, um, helping them with increasing their client retention, client renewals, and increasing the lifetime value of their client because of what that means to your bottom line. And a lot of my work ends up being in the category of training and working with and coaching whomever is on your client success management team. Lots of times that's just one person at first. Other companies, you may have that person who oversees that. They're overseeing curriculum development. They're overseeing your associate coaches. So I end up doing a lot of training with the team and developing systems and processes that are geared towards client retention and client renewals and client re-enrollment, client referrals, and the operations to make that happen in a really smooth, effective, very efficient, productive way. That being said, you know, one of the big secrets to being able to scale and then maintain that scale at a sustainable level is having a client retention plan in place. Um, if you didn't know this number, um, hear me say it now, clients in your group programs, they are deciding within the first 90 days. So between day zero and 90, they're already making up their minds whether or not they want to continue working with you once their contract for the program that they're in is over. 
So they'll, some of them within those 90 days, they'll just stop showing up, but they'll keep paying, or maybe they paid in full, uh, or they'll get all the way to the end of your program. They'll even get great results, but they had previously decided in the first 90 days, whether or not they were going to renew or re-enroll. This is where your client success team comes in place. So if you are someone who doesn't currently have a 90 day, like the first 90 days of your program, client retention plan in place, um, this is exactly what I do with seven and multiple seven figure coaches and experts in this industry. Um, I help you develop what that plan is going to be. And then if we continue to work together for a longer period of time, it's helping implement that and train and guide your team to be able to implement that, okay? So if that's something that you are looking for and you wanna start the conversation about what this could look like in your company, it's really simple. Just email me at info at structuredfreedom.com. That's I-N-F-O at structured freedom.com. And I'll put that email in the show notes below. So it's very easily accessible to you. Um, But there you go. That is the big secret to scaling and scaling at a sustainable way. It is having the right offer structure. It's having the right Ascension model. It's creating this ecosystem to continue to solve the problems of your clients and help them generate bigger, better, greater, more sustainable results. Because if you're not giving it to them, they are absolutely, absolutely going somewhere else, even potentially while they're currently working with you. They they are putting their dollars somewhere. So you want to be really, really smart about the way in which you are working with your clients, supporting your clients, tracking their progress, celebrating your clients. And even more important, in order for you to build this and sustain it long term, You know, we don't want a revolving door. We don't want people coming into your programs and then exiting just as quickly as they came because your expenditure financially and time-wise was just, it was, it was big. It was a lot. It was a lot to get those clients. So the other two things are you want to make sure you are developing and building out a client success manager or client success management team. And then third, you want to instill a retention plan, a 90-day retention plan in every single one of your offers, which is what your client success manager is ultimately responsible for. So there is your recap. There is, you know, the behind what's really going on for people to scale their businesses at at different levels, whatever your level is that you want to get to. Um, that that's some of the big secrets right there. And if you are already running an organization at seven or multiple seven figures, you are leading group coaching programs and other leveraged offers. And uh, you want to start the conversation about this client success management position, working with your team on that and developing a 90-day client retention plan to increase the lifetime value of your clients, reach out to me at info at structuredfreedom.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until our next episode, make sure you are designing a life and business that is built to last. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.